live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland. And T.J. Perry. Big thing here is where the Thunder catch this. Shea gets it, spins away, baseline shot. Shea puts it in and walks it off in OKC. Kissing the Blazers goodnight. Ah, good morning, everybody. It is a new day. Tuesday, December 20. T-Row in the morning showtime. Live in Charlotte, North Carolina again today. Here on the ref, the home of Sooner fans. As we bring it local now and blast it across the state of Oklahoma and beyond. Yes, indeed. Thunder win last night on an SGA buzzer beater. 123-121 over the Portland Trail Blazers. They'll re-rack it and play Dame time again tomorrow night in OKC. Lillard, by the way, last night becoming the all-time leading scorer in Portland Trail Blazers history. That's a pretty good list. Clyde Drexler, not a bad player. Passing Clyde the Glide. But the Thunder got the win, and tonight it's OU in action here in Charlotte at the Spectrum Center. Well, they'll take on the Florida Gators in the Jumpman Invitational, the inaugural Jumpman Invitational coming up tonight. T.J. Perry, good morning. How are you today? I'm good. That's good. Uh, That is good. That is good. Uh, How do you feel about my levels today, T.J.? Um, I think they're okay. You think okay. they're not okay? No, I think they're fine. Yesterday you said it. You could use a little more of me, right? And I have, uh, well, I've ju- I've done some things since then. So I just making sure I got them back to the right place and everything. Oh, they're again. pretty so close. They're pretty close. Not the yeah. normal equipment that I use. You could you could give it a little bit of a punch, but you're pretty good. A little more. Yeah. Okay. All right. Very good. Oh, All yeah. right. Whoa, that you like amazing. that? Amazing. I like that. Yeah. I like I'm peeking on this end yeah. on this equipment on this. You got me. Really high on this equipment, which is different than my home equipment. So, uh, all right. Good morning, Teach. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good you morning. Okay? You okay? You don't sound uh, uh, your chipper self this morning. What's going on? Um, I got a little congestion in the chest. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. I'm. And you fine. got a game tonight. Yeah. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I just I did not. Wake up as early as I did yesterday, and I felt a little rushed getting around this morning. I got you. And uh, and I got a little bit of che- – I didn't have it when I went to bed last night, and I woke up thinking, uh-oh, what's this? It, it visited me in the middle of the night, you know? So uh, I've got a little bit of concern there, and um, that's it. That's it. There's no other reason for me not to be my chipper self. 
I got you. I got yeah. you. How about you? Are you your chipper self today? I'm fine. I was just sitting here eating a pear and wondering why people buy pears. But other than that, I'm fine. It's a valid question. Very, I mean, very nice. Uh, I don't think they're listening, but the other day we received a package at the door. It had apples and pears and some uh, chocolate-covered pretzels and other goodies and other uh, things in it. And I said, all right, well, I'll eat the pears. And then I eat the pears, and I'm like, who would buy pears? I don't know. Are you eating it like you would eat an apple? Well, just I've biting sl- it? Not just biting it. I sliced off the to the core, you know. I sliced the pieces off. Uh-huh. So, I mean, You got a knife yeah. in the kitchen? And I have just a knife here in the pieces. break room, yeah. 49-year-old man, never in my life have I eaten a pear <laughs> that way. Like, I've had things with pear in it before. Yeah, I've had it with pear in it before. I don't eat pears like this either. It's just we've got we got a box with six pears in it. You know, I'm going to eat – need to eat the pears. So – is the pear the most boring of the fruit? It's boring because there's no taste to it. It has no flavor. Yeah. Like, right. it's not processed. Like, if it was a can processed in some syrup and stuff, which I haven't had since I was probably a kid. But a pear alone is just boring. <clears throat> Have you ever heard anybody say, boy, what I could go for right now is a <laughs> no, delicious pear? Never, never. That's why I'm sitting here eating it thinking, I'm eating this because we got it delivered to us. It was a very nice gesture. Very nice basket that they sent. But... Who eats pears? The only time I have even ever reference the pear or hear anybody reference the pear is if they're talking about like a rotund person or something and they say they're pear-shaped, <laughs> right. which is an insult. Yes. Yeah. You made a mistake. I mean, I'm not going to let the pears go to waste, so I don't know that it's a mistake. It's just I didn't purchase the pear. I would like to update you that, that conver- this conversation reminds me. It's now December 20th. We probably had first had this conversation a week ago or so. December 12, 13, maybe somewhere around there. I still have not received any sort of Christmas goodies from anyone. Huh. No uh, no cans, no cookies, no nothing. I put myself in a Christmas party setting last week where I brought gifts. No one gave me anything. And that's really the only setting I've been in where that would be a situation. So you continuously talk about all these free things that you have. I told Katie last night, I got to get past the holidays. I am putting on a lot of weight. There's so much food at our house. We got brownies, apple pie. This uh, gift box that arrived with chocolate-covered pretzels and cookies and pears and apples and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Now my wife station. In all fairness, my wife did um, right before I left. She had a a box of something, like some chocolate-covered something, that I have no idea where she got it from. So maybe that was a gift. But it'll be gone before I get back home. There's no doubt about that. So, um, no, no, I, I do not live in the same world you do. <laughs> I don't. People just friends, like me more, I guess. Now, I, I got excited the day that we had that conversation about I don't have, I don't know any of my neighbors. My neighbors don't bring me food, anything. Jenny texts me uh, that because she was at work and I was at home. 
she goes, uh, Regina is bringing something over, so just be ready. The doorbell's about to ring. And we have a neighbor two doors down who is a friend who we are friendly with. And I thought, look at that. Gina was listening to the show this morning. <laughs> Felt bad for right? me. And it's bringing me over a tin of cookies yes. or fudge or something like that. The power of this show, right? So the doorbell rings. I go, and it is not my neighbor, Gina. It is another of the volleyball moms named Regina. And she is bringing over a gift for Chloe to give to the volleyball coach on their behalf because ah, they're going to miss practice that day. Gotcha. The gift wasn't even for me. It was for the volleyball coach. So still... Nobody in my neighborhood has brought us anything. The one work party I went to with, mind you, 18 other people, nobody gave me anything, food-wise, food-wise, anyway. And I've not been in any other setting where anybody has presented oh, me goodness, with anything. Goodness, Come to my house, man. It's loaded up. Well, where do you keep getting everything? It's just, just the police office, the police station? No, well, Katie's gotten some stuff given to her. It's all those the, friendly neighbors you got? From the schools and different places. And then we had uh, the uh, person deliver the fruit basket. Then the apple pie and brownies came from Nana when we went to Tyler. That, those were special uh-huh. requests. So she made us the apple pie and the brownies. Then we've had and cookies. you brought them home. We brought them home. Yes. Okay. We've got uh, we've had cookies at the house, um, and a lot of it I'm, I'm speaking of have just come here to the office. Like there's just a ton of stuff that has been delivered here to the office. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's so huh. much of it that we'll divide it up, and somebody will say, "I'm going to take some of this home," or "I'm going to take some of that home," or "I had a Kindle cinnamon roll this morning before we went on the air because oh. this pair's too too Gosh. boring." I went and heated up a Kindle cinnamon roll. Oh, so. that sounds amazing. <laughs> now, I did have a little bit of uh, a tiny bit of uh, Luann's uh, goodies. Yeah, yeah. On one of my visits up there. Remember, that's where I, I got the, the cinnamon. cinnamon candies, like, yeah. Other than that, I don't know, man. It's a weird life I live. I got. I did get a gift card, an Arby's you gift, got the card gift, gift card from Drake. That's right, that's right. So I haven't been completely shut out, I guess, but... And heaven knows, I do not need any goodies. I do not need any. It's more of a just feeling loved situation more than anything. Maybe your hotel uh, next door neighbor will hear you this morning and come over and bring you some fudge. Mm, that seems unlikely. <laughs> Chances are my hotel next door neighbor is loaded down with Air Jordan gear rather than fudge. That's true. Speaking of that, did you meet Michael Jordan yesterday? No. And I don't think the team did either. How disappointing is that? I was looking at the – I did not go to the event last night. I was not invited. It was just the team. And uh, the video post that they put out last night was Carmelo Anthony speaking to the teams, which is great. That's cool. Uh, Hall of Famer right there. Right. But um, I – I would imagine if they saw Michael Jordan, they would have posted seeing Michael Jordan. But Carmelo Anthony, um, you know, once again presented them with some more Jordans. Uh, so they got another pair of Air Jordans oh, good, last night. Good, That $1,000 package they had received on their beds wasn't enough. Yeah. Gosh, I feel bad for these college athletes. Poor kids. Um <laughs> 
You know what else? I have bad news for you for tonight. But my arch enemy is on the TV broadcast tonight, too. I saw him at practice yesterday. Jay Billis. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, man. Uh-huh. I may have to turn down the TV and listen to you. How disappointing is that? Yeah. Jeez. I know. I know. I saw him at uh, practice yesterday. He was watching, and uh, Kev said something to me about – because we got Raftery for our pregame show in Philadelphia. And he said something you know, about wanting to do the same thing. Somehow Jay Billis's name came up, and I said, no, we are not soiling <laughs> not, not our broadcast <laughs> with Jay Billis's voice, the man who was trying to single-handedly ruin collegiate athletics. Way to stand your ground. I'm proud yeah. of you. Well, thank you. Because you've had him on before years ago. Yeah, before, before he, he turned crazy. collegiate athletics. Right. Yeah, before he went crazy. Yeah. We had him on, uh, we had him on this show. Mm-hmm. And we've had him right. like on a broadcast and stuff like that, but yeah, I don't know. I'd probably have him on again, but anyway, he's on the TV broadcast. You remember when tonight. we had him on the show and he insulted me for my choice of yes. music? Yeah, yeah. I've never Boog, liked him since then. Boog Shambi also calling the game tonight. Who I love. Who I love. Yeah, I love Boog yeah. Shambi. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. Check it out. Maybe. I'm sure Jay Billis won't complain the entirety of the game tonight about everything in the world. Like he normally does. I'm sure it'll be much better tonight. So. <laughs> 8.30 tonight, OU in Florida. we got to do a full preview. In fact, coming up uh, midway point of the show today, 8.35 Eastern, 7.35 back there in the Central Time Zone. Sean Kelly going to join us live. That's a familiar name if you are a uh, Oklahoma sports fan. Sean Kelly was the play-by-play voice of the New Orleans Hornets when the Hornets relocated to Oklahoma City for a brief period of time following Hurricane Katrina. Sean Kelly is the new voice of the Gators. And uh, so he's going to join us and talk a little about the opponent tonight, the Florida Gators, coming up at 735. Quick break underway. Text line 405-651-3439. Live in Charlotte, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Welcome back. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by McIntyre Law, your personal injury attorneys. If you hurt yourself running in place playing a keyboard, call Noble McIntyre. They can probably so, uh, sue the uh, keyboard company. 405-917-5200, McIntyreLaw.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. The novelty of a sports radio show being able to start the show with sports highlights is refreshing. Mm-hmm. They gave me credit. You played that highlight off the top of the air, so I'll give you credit. Great job, Toby. SGA buzzer beater last night in OKC. Did you get your By the way. Weird random tag from the guy that tags you in Thunder stuff every now and then that uh, tags like virtually every sports personality in the state of Oklahoma just out of nowhere. I don't know what that means. I get a lot of random tags. Uh, what yeah, does he you say? Probably do. Mean you, you've got, you've got thousands of followers. No, he's just – it's really weird. It's just random. Like he doesn't follow any of us, but like every person at the station will get a separate SGA video 
with him saying, hey, did you see this SGA shot? And then it's tagged, and then it'll, I'll look through, and I'm like, who is this guy? He doesn't follow me. I don't follow him. He only has like 40 followers and only follows like three people. And I'll look through his uh, tweets and stuff when he does it, and it's like, at Josh on the ref, uh, Chris Plank, Toby Rowland, Teddy Lehman, uh, every other radio station in the state, every other news director in the state. And it is, it's individually. It's not all together. It's just weird. Mark Dagnall, is this you? <laughs> <laughs> Might be. Do you think that student government associations across the United States are mad that Shea Gilgis Alexander has taken over the moniker of SGA. Like, that's all anybody knows as SGA anymore is soon-to-be NBA MVP Shea Gilgis Alexander. Is that what student government was called? Yeah, that's what ours was, the SGA. Oh, I'd never heard that reference Are you signed up before. for SGA? Yeah, are you going to, where are you going? I'm going to the SGA meeting. Huh, so ours was student council, so oh. I've never heard it uh, referred to as that before. Yeah. So Yeah. Okay, well, there oh. you go. I would like to spend the rest of the show talking about student government. <laughs> go, go ahead. And the floor counsels. is yours. Now, go ahead. Go uh, TJ, your pear's probably not ripe enough. I think it's ripe. Here's the thing. Doesn't matter if it's ripe or not. A pear is boring. I can you think of another fruit that would be in the conversation for most boring fruit? Honeydew? <laughs> Honeydew's a perhaps, pretty good candidate. Perhaps, yeah. Don't let Kenny Mossman hear you say that. Uh, um, it's got to be those two. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing exciting about a banana, but it's it has a good flavor, tastes good. A cantaloupe would would rank it among the most boring for me, but we've had this conversation before. Right. People will fist fight you over <laughs> the deliciousness them, of a cantaloupe. They love them some cantaloupe, especially my uh, my fee fall back in the day. Give me the salt. I'm having some cantaloupe. Ever had any papaya? Um, I don't think I have, but it's I have boring. in Hawaii, and it did. I didn't like it. No, I didn't like it. Yeah. Even the name pear just sounds like you know. <laughs> I couldn't find anything else. I got a pear. Got a pear. Good morning, gents. We could use a little more A1 in the AM. Well, you got it. Here I am. Yeah. You know, we went to a nice steakhouse when we got to Charlotte uh, a couple of nights ago. And um, the options for entrees were steak, salmon, or chicken. And I went salmon. Sticking true to my not ordering steak in a public setting mantra. And it was a delicious choice, by the way. It was a great barbecue glazed salmon. Ooh, how about delicious. That? How about yeah. that? Delicious. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, pears are to fruit what pretzels are to Chex Mix. I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pretzels in my Chex Mix are delicious. You got to go with the sticks. The sticks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Can't have too fat of a pretzel in your Chex Mix. That's why I go with the, uh, the sticks. The rolled gold sticks. Well, okay, so I don't know if I'd go Chex Mix, but if you're just saying, like, the the chip aisle, right? Pretzels are a pretty boring chip, but they are a good conduit, like, to be a part of a Chex Mix. 
maybe uh, maybe to dip in some hummus or peanut butter or something like that. Pretzels on their own, they're okay for a limited amount of time. Like well, nobody like sits good, down like and eats good, a whole. I, I'll sit down and eat pretzels. Just by themselves. Yeah. I like pretzels. Like a whole bag of pretzels. Especially if they're the, uh, man, what are the, what's the brand called? They come in the red bag. They're seasoned. Um, dots. Dots. Dots, yes. I love Dots pretzels, man. That's well, one of my go-tos again, at the lake. You're asking for seasoning on those. It's true. That's so, true. So, uh, heaven forbid we put seasoning on anything. All I know is these pretzels are making me <laughs> thirsty. I like a good pretzel. I'm not going to disparage the pretzel. Uh, Tracy and Burleson says, I love that SNL Christmas music. Uh, I played that because I uh, got here and uh, was looking for Christmas music to play this morning, and it said 12 minutes of the SNL Christmas song. And I sat and watched the whole 12 minutes, and now it's just stuck in my head, and I just keep dancing, running in place. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no what mystery. No, uh, no, the mystery Twitter guy or gal is Jeremy Poplin. Probably. LOL. No, it's not pop. I mean, maybe it's a burner account for him. I don't know. You know, we had a big earthquake last night. You did? Uh, no, no, no. Oklahoma? Florida. I mean, uh, California did. Oh. Uh, Northern California, 6.4 really? on the Richter scale. I haven't turned yeah. on the news this morning yet, or the mm-hmm. TV. So 6.4 is pretty big, That teach. is pretty big. Everyone okay? I don't know. Sun's not up yet. It was a middle of the night 6.4, so... I'm going to guess the sun's coming up and we're going to find some some stuff. That's not massive, but it's b- certainly big enough to cause damage. Well, hopefully everything's uh, everyone's okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Flavor heightens as the fruit ripens. Wow. I'm a poet and didn't know it. I agree with that. Yes. <laughs> ripe fruit does taste better than unripe fruit. You are, are these correct. people racing to the defense of, of the, the pear? pear? I guess I don't know. Okay. You people realize I'm not talking about canned pears. I mentioned earlier you put them in some syrup and can them up. They're pretty good. I don't have a problem with the canned pear. Again, something I don't go out and buy. I probably haven't had that since I was a kid. But better than just the plain pear. Mm-hmm. Fig. This just says fig. That's their vote. The pear is the what of sports? Soccer? No. You, are you talking about the world's most popular sport? Yes. No. Yes. No. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I was going to say San Antonio Spurs. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very good comparison. But they, but they won a lot, so I don't know if we should give the pair that many championships. They were just boring. Mm-hmm. So maybe the maybe it applies. Uh, last one here says, the kiwi is a b- boring fruit. I don't eat kiwis, but I disagree with that. They're furry. You slice them open. They're bright and beautiful with the, uh, with the green and black. They're so they've exciting. got some personality. You know? they got That's some an flair. exciting fruit. Yeah, yeah, I don't eat it, but they got some flair. Even the name is exciting. Kiwi. Right. Right? It's got some vowels in there. Got guys uh, in sports nicknamed after the big kiwi. So It's a pear. Like nobody in sports is nicknamed the pear. The the big pear <laughs> would not be a good nickname. It could be my nickname. <laughs> the big pear and turkey bacon back with you. We've just received a vote for the plum. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty boring. It's pretty boring. Yeah. Yeah. 
How did we get in? Oh, I ate a pear. That's how we got into this. Stop it, people. With your you got to work today. You watched 12 minutes of Saturday Night Live Christmas and <laughs> ate a pear. Right. <laughs> and as I was doing that, I said, huh, I got to go eat, uh, heat up a Kindle cinnamon roll. That sounds so good. Kindle cinnamon roll sounds amazing. All right, break time. 7.32 on a Tuesday morning, 405-651-3439. If you would like to text the show, Baker Mayfield in action last night on Monday Night Football, kind of. A little bit of a letdown after the week before. We'll talk about it. Back after this. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Two things and then some audio. One, I found an old cough drop I didn't know I had in my uh, backpack. (laughs) I don't know how long it had been there. hair and fuzz stuck to it. No, I still had the wrapping on it, but it was so old the wrapping was stuck to it. So I tried to get as much off of it as I could, and then I just popped it in my mouth, and then gradually as I sucked on it, the wrapping kind of came loose, and then I would spit it out. Gross. But I needed it. I told you I woke up feeling a little gravelly this morning, so it was, that was a good find. Two, I'm a little nervous. I've got a lunch date today. Um, I told you Sean Kelly's coming on. Mm-hmm. At 7.35 your time today. We're going to lunch today. Um, I think this has a chance to blossom into my SEC bestie. You know, I'm leaving behind... I'm leaving behind my Big 12 bestie and my Big 12 friends for this new league, TJ. And I'm a little nervous. Anytime you move into a new neighborhood and got to make new friends and everything. And I think that maybe uh, Sean Kelly and I will form an alliance because he's also new, and we know each other well from back in the day. So wish me well on the lunch date today, well, TJ. Good luck. I, to... I, I hope your uh, relationship blossoms and it turns into something for the two of you. Me and me and Sean can formulate an OU Florida play-by-play alliance to where we navigate the SEC together. You know, it's always we... good to find love during the holidays text each other and complain about the other schools and announcers and, you know, all the stuff that besties do, TJ. Well, there's a lot of them that have been around the league for years and years and years, and so you need someone that's uh, kind of I'm going to miss Estridge a lot. Estridge is my guy down at TCU. I'm going to miss him a lot, and so, uh, yeah, this is – I don't want to put too much pressure on Sean Kelly to try to be Brian Estridge. But I, I have hopes that maybe our lunch date will turn into something today, TJ. So, <laughs> Good anyway. luck. Did you bring something nice to wear? Sweatpants. Okay. <laughs> Jordan sweatpants, though. Jordan sweatpants. Those are nice sweatpants, then. Those are expensive. Yeah, they're, fine. they're fine, yeah. Um, Dylan Gabriel. You know, OU had a football practice yesterday, TJ. They let in the media for a little bit. They had all kinds of things to report on, I saw about who they saw, who they didn't see, all kinds of things. Then DG talked to the media afterwards. His uh, first question he's asked here is about returning to Orlando, uh, where he was the quarterback of the UCF Knights. He'll be back in Orlando for the Cheese at Bowl. Here's what he had to say about that and other things. Yeah, just, uh, you know, family, friends, and people um, I've, you know, been really close to have, have contacted me, and, you know, they obviously be at the game, um, just cool to see them again. Um, 
and it'll be a fun time, you know, obviously being been there. Since you guys last played, obviously the roster, every roster in the country has undergone turnover. But what's, what's it been like to, you know, adjust to the guys that you have and you'll have for the bowl? Different, um, but similar in a way that, uh, you know, every new year, I guess, uh, there's new faces and, you know, people, you know, move on and then new guys come in. So um, similar in that way, but just, just different now that it happens a bit earlier. Um, but that's it's college football nowadays and just adapting to that. Is it almost like the, the guys that are still here, but it takes a, let's all get together and let's go, go play. Exactly. Guys who remain. Yeah, and, you know, people um, have decisions to make for their, you know, um, just their future and careers and um, should we respect it you know we, we know how it is so um, just the guys that are here being focused and finishing the right way um, for us as a team but then also you know as, a, as this for this university so you know, Devontae's kind of been you know developing is, is a go-to guy at running back for you what have you seen of that room and, and what's kind of impressed you about you know these practices leading up to this ball down here yeah um Obviously, him just getting a lot more reps, um, but also him just growing as a as a human being. Uh, he's, he's still, you know, learning and he's still growing into who he is on the field, off the field, and in a bunch of ways. So, um, seeing that is, you know, obviously me being there before. Um, you know, he's he's going to be just fine. Right, Dylan Gabriel meeting with the media a little bit yesterday. Um, I don't think anything earth shattering there, but. Sounds like uh, he's in for the bowl game, and and I have heard TJ really no rumblings that would lead us to believe he won't be back next year. No, I would think that I would have thought that already happened if that were the case. Mm-hmm. Same for Marvin Mims too. I, I'm mm-hmm. a little surprised that we haven't heard more. Honestly, scuttlebutt rumblings, rumors that he might not either play in the Cheez It Bowl or be back next year. But have you heard anything at all? No, no, not even anything just tossed out there by people. Whispers? So. No. Scuttlebutt? Mm-mm. Rumors? Speculation? Nilch. No, no, no. Nilch. Zilch. Nada. Zero zilch, nada, nil. Um, yeah, so we shall see. Uh, Javante Barnes, you heard him talking about there. Gavin Sawchuk, I think, are going to be the main two guys uh, on the ground for OU in this game. And... Going to have to uh, get it done with some backup offensive linemen, obviously, but still got the QB, still got plenty of talent at wide receiver, most of the defense intact. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We still got, uh, what do we got, nine days until we play that game out in Orlando. We got a game tonight here, though, in Charlotte. I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina again today. The Jumpman Invitational coming up tonight. I was over in the arena yesterday, Teach. Got a chance to... Run into a Sooner legend, Alvin Adams, stopped by practice yesterday. One of the greats. His jersey hangs in the rafters, TJ, if you've ever visited the Lloyd Noble Center. Alvin Adams, the great, happened to be in Charlotte to visit family. Uh, Stopped by OU's practice yesterday to speak to the team. and uh, Pretty cool. I think probably the guy's currently on the team would have to look up I was about to say did anybody realize who he even was I mean sure surely they've heard the name being here but yeah I think it's one of those where you've heard the name mm-hmm. you probably are not aware of uh 
his career that much, but you've seen his name in the rafters at OU and pictures on the wall. And uh, Second leading scorer in Suns history still to this day, Teach. Really? Uh-huh. Well, I wouldn't have known that if you asked me. Okay, and I'll I, ask you. No, I mean, I just... TJ, who's <laughs> the second leading scorer in Suns history? Uh, Chris Paul. No. Nope. Um, huh, that's pretty impressive. I knew he was a big-time player, but I would have guessed over the years they've had some big-time players between, you know, Barkley and Marley and Nash. And Can you name number one? Suns all-time leading scorer. Alvin Adams, number two, 13,910 career points. Who's number two? Um, or who's number one? No, no, no. Who's number one? Uh, Amari Stoudemire. Incorrect. Uh, Walter Davis. Oh, of course. Walter! Walter Davis over 15,000 career points. And uh, let me see if I can find the rest of the list for you here. Kevin Johnson, number three. Oh, well, yeah. I would. I should have went with him instead of Amari. I didn't even think of Kevin. Sean Marion, number four. Really? A surprised, a That's surprising, yeah. Dick Van Arsdale, number five. Devin Booker at number six right now. And, uh, you know, he's he's going to – he might get to number one. He's still so young. He plays long enough at Phoenix, he will. Amari Stoudemire, seven. Steve Nash, eight. Paul Westfall, nine. Larry Nance, ten. But Alvin Adams, the number two all-time scorer in the Suns history. Yeah. What was the story? Like his first game in a Sooner uniform, he had like 22 rebounds or something like that. Mm-hmm. Some ridiculous some, number. Some big number. I might have lowballed that. I'm not sure. But he stopped by. They practice at the arena. The Hornets practice facility is attached to the arena. And it's not that big, honestly. It's just one court. Um, but it's a, you walk out of it and you're in the concourse of the arena there. And they were putting down all of the – they got a you know whole new court for this event and everything. It's a very cool-looking court that they've made and uh, all the team logos around the arena and everything. So pretty neat, pretty neat. We're at the mid-level tonight. I did find that out. Like uh, not on the floor but not in the rafters either. Our broadcast position is fine. It's perfectly fine. It's kind of where uh, uh, Pinto is for Thunder games there, kind of mid-level. But it's going to be neat. 7 o'clock tonight will be the Michigan and North Carolina women. Then uh, that's Eastern time. 9.30 tonight, the OU Florida men, and then they'll swap them tomorrow. The North Carolina-Michigan men will play first tomorrow, followed by the OU and Florida women. All eight teams Went to the event last night, the big Jumpman event, where, as best I can tell, Carmelo Anthony was the main attraction last night. That'd still be pretty cool, right, Teach? Get to meet uh, Melo? I'm not much of a fan of Melo, so not, no, not as cool as Michael Jordan. It's like sending the D team. Not even B and C. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a national champion and a Hall of Famer, right? Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm not a big Melo guy, so... You probably feel about Mello the way I feel about Michael Jordan. Uh, I don't know that there's that much hate. Here's the thing with Mello. He's the uh, pair of the NBA. I found him very boring in the NBA. Despite the fact that he could put 45 on the board on any given night, I found Carmelo Anthony to be very boring. 
He got a little pear shape too. <laughs> he got at a the end of his career. Shape. Yes, he did. <laughs> he was not boring in college. No, no, he was, he was unbelievable, unbelievable in college. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. A break time. Uh, nearing the end of hour one, T Row in the morning show on a Tuesday live in the Queen City. We'll be back. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. T Row in the morning show. McIntyre Law brings you this hour. Your personal injury, uh, in, personal injury attorneys. There it is. 405-917-5200, McIntyreLaw.com. <laughs> I'm just seeing the uh, Mavs highlights from last night. Luca ejected. Jason Kidd ejected. A lot of people. Uh, they have Mavs not, lost in Minnesota. They have not had the uh, season and the start to the season that they expected in Dallas. It has not gone well. So, the frustration starting to set in, I think. What even is a pear? Does it have a core? How do you slice it? If I eat it whole, do I start at the cucumber end or the apple end? The worst part about this pear idea is that it reminds me of how I could be eating a Granny Smith apple. (laughs) That person put a lot of thought into the pear. Uh, LG Sooner 63 says, try the Dots honey mustard pretzels. They're outstanding. They're good. I've wanted to try the honey mustard, but I've always been scared to. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Scared that I wouldn't like it, and then they're like eight bucks a bag, you know, and I'm like, man, what if I don't like them? They're eight bucks a bag. No, Dots does very highly value their they, pretzels. They're very proud of their pretzels. <laughs> uh, soccer is not a sport. It's a developmental game for children is what this texter says. Very smart Please texter there. Please do not listen to my show anymore, That's whoever you are. a smart texter, a very smart, intelligent texter. You're one of my favorite listeners and texters, texter. Grow up. If there is a parable, where would it rank? It takes me back uh, last. <laughs> I tweeted something about um, Messi on Sunday when he won the World Cup, just a picture, to which a couple of people replied, you know, something sarcastic like, yay, soccer, you know. It just some people cannot help themselves, man. Anytime anybody says something about soccer, they have to come racing in with their bucket of cold water and say, uh, "Soccer, stupid!" Ha! <laughs> and run away. They just cannot help themselves. <laughs> no other sport do you talk about that makes people so angry than soccer. Uh, (laughs) what are your thoughts on Sonny Dykes as coach, as a coach versus his behavior on the sidelines? He may be a great coach, but I'd be astonished if Joe C would allow that type of tantrum and terrible behavior, behavior from an OU coach. Talking about yelling and ranting or like, I guess he didn't stand out to me this year is what I'm saying. I would agree with you. I would have, I would need, uh, I would need some more Evidence of what this texter's talking about. Yeah. Has he been angry over some calls? Yes, but more so than your average coach? I don't – that hasn't stuck out to me. Like he hired a guy last year that would go running onto the field screaming and yelling, throwing headsets. So, like what, what did he – Yeah, what, what did yeah. Sonny do that would have been different than that is what I'm asking. So I don't know. Maybe there's something that I didn't see that came out about him or something. I don't know. Uh, why does this lady interviewing DG sound like she's eating her microphone? There was some I rough think, audio there. I don't know what was going on with her. Yeah, the rest of them I, were fine. I, I, that was Jenny Carlson. 
and it didn't sound that way when I played it back, not through the system. So something about that going through the uh, system made it sound that way. I don't know. Uh, let's see here. If your wife is part of the PD, you get more bribes. I mean, Christmas baskets. <laughs> Not true. Not bribes. That's what it is. Not bribes. Hey, by the That's way, I'm sending a speed trap to your neighborhood, Texter. <laughs> uh, they interviewed him last night after practice. Uh-huh. Um, assuming that maybe that's Marvin Mims because you had uh, mentioned Marvin. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I've had some delicious pears. What happened, All right. What happened here? Uh, but I don't know enough about the pear to know what to look for in a good pear. Therefore, I would say the pear is the hockey of fruit. If you understand it, it's probably enjoyable, but most people, it's just bland. How about cycling? <laughs> um, that's pretty boring and bland, yeah. Speed walking? Speed walking is the pear of fruit, definitely, yes. Mall walkers. Speed walking is to sports what the pear is to fruit. I think I think you've figured it out. Yes, right, that's it. Good. Top of the hour, T-Row in the morning show on a Tuesday, live in Charlotte today. We'll be back.